0: We walk under the same sun, we fall asleep under the same sky, we drink from the same earth. So let's dance to our universal rhythms. There's more that keeps us together than pulls us apart. You're listening to Same Team Y'all. Our second episode since we've had this wonderful intro song uh composed and created by our good friend Guy dudeman but uh I still like it. Oh, I so think good. it's still really good, right? So uh, real quick, the thing I said at the beginning uh was written by someone employed by GT Dave's kombucha company. So I was re- I was <laughs> is that dr-
1: in your bottle of kombucha. <laughs> yeah, this is an
0: empty <laughs> bottle of kombucha. It was uh let me think the summer edition Unity kombucha cherry oh. coconut and lemon grass and they have kind of like the saying along the side of the bottle and i was like "Ooh, i bet they get the same team y'all idea get yeah it. yeah it's empty it's garbage now so i'm gonna <laughs> put the bottle over there and throw it away later <laughs> <laughs> you been, okay. How have you been Miss tess
1: okay yeah i've been
0: okay nice. today's been one of those days oh, you know
1: it's been one of those things well i don't <laughs>
0: want to say a bad day just like a you ever have a day and you're just like boy That was a day. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I've been having a lot of those days lately.
0: (laughs) And then you're like, boy, that was a week. Boy, that was a fortnight. That was like a one heck (laughs) of a month. month. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's tough too because now we're kind of in the middle of like. Is it safe to say we're in the middle of, like, a heat wave right now? Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. So That's very safe yeah, to say. Yeah.
0: It's it's warm. Um, if anyone's out it's there. It's not
1: It's hot. <laughs> it's, 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 it's hot as the devil's draws it's outside. It's as hot
0: as a cup of coffee. <laughs> um, it's tough, too, because Freya's, like, uh, she's starting to get cabin fever. Because there's, like, not yeah. a lot we can do with yeah, her. Yeah, you know? I get
1: it.
0: <laughs> she wants to go to the playground. I was like, that playground's going to burn your butt, girl. You know? <laughs> and then she was like, uh. she's she's kind of like at that age now where she can kind of like negotiate she would be like how about playground i'm like no and then she'd be like how about grocery store and i'm like we can maybe go to the grocery (laughs) store we gotta be real fast and get in the car and then you know hang out in the frozen food section so yeah it's tough if anyone's listening that doesn't have ac oh my goodness I don't Let's know what to send tell you. some kind and loving thoughts Thank you, Tess. to anyone who I mean,
1: doesn't have air conditioning. That's t- not
0: everyone has it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope you guys take care of yourselves yeah. and stay hydrated, yes, too. Yes, please do. Uh, Tess, you know this. We have an update <gasps> about next oh, episode. our next episode. Our, we're going to have a special guest. Our next episode, we're going to have a special guest. Um, Do you want
1: to? I don't know.
0: Do a lot. Of, I think librarians would know who this person is, right? Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. Yes. Um. Our next episode is going to be. Uh, we're going to have a special guest with a man named Ryan Dowd, who is. Uh, he he's kind of known for doing a lot of. Um, well, I don't think it's exclusively library training. No, uh, yeah. it's
1: just training in general about homelessness awareness and. Yeah,
0: actually, I actually oh? bookmarked like his. Uh, like, little bio. I was going yes. to look at it real quick. But describe, like, the kind of like the training that we all had to do and maybe other library systems had to yeah, do, too. Yeah, we did
1: a training about uh, how to help uh, individuals experiencing homelessness that uh, come to your library, which is... Um, something that happens in a lot of public libraries across yeah. the, probably across the world, I was going to say across the country, but probably across the world, yeah. uh, individuals experiencing homelessness come to the library to, uh, uh, enjoy our facilities during the day. Yeah. And, um, Mr. Dowd is, he's kind of like an expert on how to help individuals experiencing homelessness. And, uh, he... Uh, taught a training about for librarians, but I think and then we all signed up by we all, we I mean all, like, like me and Eric and... Maybe and others. <laughs> other every, the
0: whole world signed up for this newsletter. We all
1: signed up for his newsletter and he sends out a tip every yeah. week. Um, but I would argue that pretty much everything that he has to say about people who are experiencing homelessness applies to just people in general. Yeah. And... How to help just people in general and make them feel welcome and make them feel included and um, make them feel like they're actual human beings that we share a planet with. A lot
0: of his tips, like for the tips that he sends out and the the training that that we observed online, it basically boils down to treating everyone like human beings. Yeah. You know, and understanding that everyone's going through something and just going, uh, looking at that training and then also a lot of his like weekly. Newsletters like his tips he sent us, you're just like, oh my goodness, of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every
1: time I open email from him, I'm like, mind Yeah, well. and I
0: think he's kind of done like a lot of things. Like, I know he, he's done TED Talks before and I've seen interviews uh, with him in like, um, it was American Libraries and, and stuff like that. And, but just looking at his website, uh says he's the executive director of a large homeless shelter outside of Chicago, Illinois. He travels uh, regularly throughout the country, offering training to libraries, police departments, schools, and other organizations on how to work compassionately with challenging homeless individuals. And it looks like uh, he's going to be the author of an upcoming ALA book called The Librarian's Guide. To homelessness, awesome. so and he's yeah.
1: and he's for real gonna talk to you he, and me.
0: He, <laughs> s- I sent him an email and I was like, "Hey, dude." Well, I didn't say it like that. I was like, "Excuse <laughs> me, respectfully," or I don't know how I said it. And he was like, "Yeah, I would love to be on your podcast." Um, he said, "I'm gonna be busy, but in August I'll be available and." Uh,
1: this wow. Is, this is real life. This it's, is
0: actually happening. It is. Yeah. I mean, he's, and, and a lot of people listening may not have heard of him, but if you, um, I think a lot of the issues that he is dedicated, it seems like dedicated his life to addressing, have been brought to light by that uh, uh, recent movie, The Public, mm-hmm. starring Emilio, Emilio Estevez, Estevez, right? Like have
1: you seen this yet? I have seen the public.
0: Have you? Yes. I, have. I haven't yet. I wanted to, because I know Ryan was like really promoting it, because, mm-hmm. you know, because of the similar, um, uh, uh, like because of what he's training us on or, or what he's teaching and promoting, uh, but I haven't had a chance to watch it. So it's
1: yeah. on DVD now, is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone go watch it, and then we'll talk to Brian Dow. Yeah, and then go
0: t- and be like, "Hey, <laughs> uh, we also have one email too." Before okay. we get into our quote, uh, excellent. So this is really funny. I think our last episode, we we mentioned a tweet from our friend Morgan Binks.
1: Yeah. Oh, did we not say her name right? We oh,
0: d- no. we, we didn't. Uh, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the name right now, and it's uh, Morgan Binx.
1: Oh, I think, Eric, I think you saw Binks. So you, I, you wanted to. See no Binks. matter where
0: I go, I see Binks somewhere. So, uh,
1: what? did Morgan email
0: us? Yeah, Morgan sent us an email, and they say, uh, "Greetings, Eric and Tess. Uh, let me begin by saying that your podcast always brings me joy." Particularly this latest episode. Thank you. And if if you remember, Morgan's the one that said, I went back and listened to all yeah. your your podcasts. Yeah. And then uh, and you guys are an absolute delight, which I really appreciate after uh, like 50 episodes of listening you. to us you, talk about, uh, I don't know, all kinds of random stuff. Um, but then Morgan says, "Well, I hate to burst your bubble, I do feel the need to clarify my last name. It's actually different. It's Beenix, which I'm looking at now. It, yeah, you're absolutely right. I just saw Binks there. Uh, there's no relation to Mrs. Binks <laughs> or our beloved Jar Jar, although uh, the similarity between our names has always made me smile, and after hearing you guys talk about uh, them on the cast, I feel as close to them as though we are related. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah, yeah I am also sorry to report that I have no idea. Oh, I, I'm sorry to report that I have no idea how widespread you are within the Jar Jar fandom. Maybe we are? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we are? <laughs> Uh, Morgan has a few other things they wanted to comment on. Yeah. They work at the library in Edgewater.
1: Oh, wow. And are
0: very eager to try out the Old Stein Inn based on your yes. recommendation. Yeah, you said it's good, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they said in regards to the episode where Eric nearly died of beer, you'll, you'll enjoy this. Uh-huh. I definitely relate to Tessa's struggle <laughs> of how scary it is to see a friend in trouble. So, in that episode itself, I too was very concerned. Although I appreciate that Eric was okay, and therefore enjoy laughing about it along with you uh, whenever you joke about it now, so you know what, Tess, maybe it was really scary. It was. <laughs> My mom, when she listened to that episode, was like, "What were you doing? What are you
1: I doing?" Think the, I think the worst thing is, I believe after that episode, you were still trying to drink beer, like. You, was I? I remember you well, had a get together a, with a friend. Tess, addiction is took, a
0: serious problem. And you took
1: a beer, and he was like, "No, you can't have that."
0: I yeah, I well, social pressures are very powerful, <laughs> you know. And I knew how much you look. I'm right now. I'm looking at this beautiful cabinet with all these beautiful beer bottles. Yeah. And it's hard, but we now know that certain beers, any beer within the house of this house, <laughs> is off limits to me now. Indeed. We now know that um let's see morgan also says after you first mentioned on the cast i downloaded the godzilla song
1: and i've been listening to it
0: ever since what do you think what do you think i'm about to do are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) it's a good song maybe i'm crazy okay uh thank you both for all the amazing work you do and for being so willing to uh share your joy with the rest of the world blessings morgan Benix. Wow,
1: Morgan, thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Morgan. Thanks for having a good humor about us saying your name wrong repeatedly and assuming that you were part Gungan. So. You know,
1: we're all related to Jar Jar in our hearts. <laughs> we says
0: We says also bomb bad Gungans deep inside us. So so silly. Okay. Thank you very much, Morgan. Uh it is time for the quote of the episode provided by miss
2: S. A man once called for his four sons and sent each of them to go and have a look at a pear tree that was a distance away from their home at their own convenience. The first son went to look at the tree in the winter season, the second in the spring, the third in summer, and the youngest son went to look at the tree in the fall. After a year had passed by, the father asked all four of them if they had visited the tree and if they could describe to him what they had seen. The first son said that the tree was ugly, bent and twisted. The second son said, are you kidding? The tree was covered with fresh green buds and seemed so promising. Disagreeing with his two brothers, the third son said, it was full of blossoms that smelled so sweet and looked so gracious. It is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. The last son said, they're all wrong, Dad. The tree was ripe and drooping with fruit. It was so full of life. The man explained to his sons that they were all correct because each one of them had seen only one season in the life of the tree. And then he taught them a very important lesson that you cannot judge a tree or a person by only one season, by only one phase of their life. The essence of who they are can only be measured at the end when all the seasons are up. If you give up when it's winter, you'll miss the promise your spring the beauty of your summer and the fulfillment of your fall let's not allow the pain of one season to destroy the joy of the rest let's not judge life by one difficult season let's endure the difficult times with hope and better times are sure to come sooner or later.
0: Good job with the quote. Tess. I, I thought yeah, you would like that
1: yeah. one because it's about a tree. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bonus, bonus tree points. And I yeah. know how much you love trees. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the trees with lately.
1: A second, just because I love that lesson about not judging a life by one season and not giving up when you're in a winter season.
0: sorry sorry. sorry. (laughs) although that is the perfect time to start playing that the did you interpret that as in the season of like your like an individual's life
1: yeah yeah like a like a um a phase of of your life yeah yeah
0: i well i think that is what he meant but my first thought that i had was Mm -hmm. like not judging someone based on like one season like you're like, oh, this person's real cool. Wait a second. What did they just say on Facebook? <laughs> what's what's going on? You right. know, like almost like that one, I almost interpreted like that thing that they said or that thing that they did, we don't know what their situation's like, right? Or maybe that's just one moment and then later, you know, I mean, I guess either way, you know. You
1: know, Eric, I like that interpretation because you and I talk a lot mm-hmm. about how on the internet particularly like in the world in general but on the internet particularly there's a lot of people who are saying that's bad i'm mad at that and you should be mad at that too and we're gonna punch him Thank you. um but there's not a whole lot of people saying that's unfortunate that yeah. that they worded that in that way however that's another human being and perhaps we need to think about what that person is going through and maybe they're you know going through some hard times and maybe they're not always like this maybe that's just something that they typed into Thank a, you. into a, a box from on what the I internet. know of this
0: individual they are perfectly pleasant people and they said something that I don't agree with or maybe they made a mistake you know I don't you know me Tess I'm, I'm slowly. Uh, retreating from the world, <laughs> the, the society we live in, slowly, uh, by, like not really knowing what's going on in the world, just through lack of cable and and social media. Um, but I was reading an article, uh, a newsletter about mindfulness, and it led me to. Uh, thing about the Dalai Lama. Are you aware of Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> what is is it called canceling?
1: Cancelling the Dalai Lama. Because
0: he made some unfortunate remarks about yeah. uh, like I think he said what, if the next Dalai Lama was a woman he hoped that she was attractive woman or something. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, I don't necessarily agree with that statement, but then I was like Dalai Lama. Are
1: we throwing everything (laughs) out that His Holiness has ever said because he said one thing that I'm was maybe questionable? And
0: we're not not here to pass judgment on what he said or even to forgive what he said, because I'm sure it was offensive to people, for sure. But, I mean, it was like, I think he's done a lot of good in his life, too, right? So it's kind of tough. And at the end of the day, I guess whoever's listening, you can make the decision for yourself. But I was like, I don't know. It's just... Dalai Lama, man.
1: I think there are like two things that I want more people to say.
0: I'm ready for it.
1: I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I changed my mind. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure on people in general to one, not admit that you don't know something, to just kind of g- go along with it. And, and, uh, well, what is the rest of the, what does what everyone else say? I'll say that too. Yeah. Instead of saying, I don't know, I don't have all the facts on that, I'm seeing this, but I'm not sure that's the full picture, I don't know, I'm gonna do a little more research and I'll figure out, or even like, even if it's something silly like a movie or a TV show, like, what'd you think of that movie? I don't know yet. I'm yeah. still processing it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe in a week I'll be able to tell you how I really feel about it instead of like immediately like it was, it sucked, it was bad. You know? And also that you changed your mind about things. That's I okay. think I think people double down. Like once I've announced publicly that I'm this or that or I think this or that that i'm not allowed to say you know what upon reconsideration upon hearing this person and this person's point of views i've actually changed my mind on this or that topic or this or that even if it's just like a tv show or yeah. a movie or something like it's okay to change your mind
0: i know once i was at the dog park with sasha yeah and there was a group of people there because you know you go to the dog park and people are kind of like all the non-dogs, all the humans, are talking to each other, right? <laughs> yes. And there is a group of people talking about uh, topics and politics. And it was actually a few years ago, before the time. <laughs> before the that, world changed. Before the world changed. Gotcha. Um, and it was also, like, I was still not super connected, but I had cable and I was on. I knew fairly amount, like, what was going on in the world, but I never felt comfortable talking about Political things with people I don't really know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And also a big part is because I'm not—I don't feel like I was that like researched about any one topic anyway, right? So they're talking about, it. I'm kind of on the edge of the circle, and I kind of go away. And the guy goes, "What do you think about this?" And I don't even remember what they were talking about. I told him. I said honestly, I don't think I know. I don't think I really have an opinion. He goes, "You gotta have an opinion." I said, "I don't think I really, I don't think I really know enough about it." And he kind of like ribbed me kind of hard, like, "Oh, you gotta. I don't know. Like, if you don't use your voice, you lose your voice." And I was like, "I don't really. know. I'm just here to pet my dog and watch my dog. I'm just, I'm just making sure my dog's not rolling around in dog poop right now, buddy." But it is interesting, like, uh, like that kind of like you gotta say something. I was like, "Well, I don't know enough." You yeah. know what I mean? especially on some topics where they're big where' I mean not to say like you'll you'll gain and lose friends but sometimes that's what it feels like yeah. right like how you weigh on a certain thing nowadays especially publicly like it's a big deal yeah. you know and I think it's okay to say I don't know, you know? yeah all I have to say is trees are beautiful
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're never changing our mind about those trees
0: <laughs> we are pro we're pro tree up in this joint you ready to talk about some stuff we love Tess? I'm
1: so ready. This is the stuff that we love We love! This is the stuff that we love We love it so much This is the stuff i listen to that i do picture you doing jazz hands so yeah i appreciate that you just did them right. i
0: now. realized by the way i had an epiphany about why we were having a hard time coming up with a new segment music yeah because
1: this this is perfect thi- well <laughs> <laughs> you can't improve upon
0: it <laughs> i had i had a mathematical music genius tell me that we've aligned the perfect notes and per- no because like we've made like if i wanted to make a new stuff we love song it'd be so hard not to like mimic that or somehow do it again. You know, maybe Guy Dudman, if you ever want to, not that you have to guy. Um, but if you were going to make segment music, maybe you would succeed where we failed because it hasn't become a part of your soul. Like a
1: fresh perspective. Yeah. Like I, if I
0: ever tried to like, if you notice remember we did that one episode, two ago where we just had different jingles even the tales from the library jingle was very like the clip i picked was old timey like our tales from the library clip so uh what's your first stuff that you're loving this well
1: eric do you want to hear about a tv series or a book series
0: Ooh. Ooh, let's see let's go with TV. Okay.
1: All right. The TV series that I've been really loving this past fortnight is a TV show called Good Omens. Have you heard of this TV Good, show? Good Omens. It
0: sounds familiar, but I don't think I've I don't think I've ever watched it. That's it's for a, sure.
1: It's a limited series, so once you finish all, I think there are six episodes of it. That's it. That's the end. You're never gonna see anymore. Forever. Yeah. Okay. It's just that. Series. That's kind of refreshing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would like that. Thank you. <laughs> and and
0: as as like a dad, you're like, so this is how much time it is. Okay, so tell me what it is. <laughs>
1: it's, <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and it's based on a book by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. And the, the story is, it's about, it's a very same Team Y'all story, Eric. <sighs> It's about an angel and a demon. Okay. And they've been living on the planet for as long as the planet has existed. So okay. back in Garden of Eden days. Yeah. And um, they, uh, but they've been down here on Earth with the humans and they've kind of gone native. Okay. Like they've been down here so so long that they have more in common with each other than they do with their. Uh, respective sides of the divine conflict of good oh, versus evil. Oh, that's so cool. They've become best friends, Eric. This angel and this demon. Now the angel's like, no, no, I'm not really friends with you. And the demon's like, you are, ah, come on. And they love to eat food together. Uh-huh. They love to drink wine. They love to listen to music. They love to drive cars. They love to read books. They love all of the stuff on earth on the uh, you know amongst the humans that they are really disappointed when they find out that the apocalypse is beginning.
0: Boo, yes. apocalypse, boo. Ar-
1: Armageddon is is <laughs> begun. Oh,
0: no, and... I don't know why I imagine their Google alert goes off like oh I forgot I set, <laughs> I set that like you know 5000 years ago. Oh man, that's next week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they're on a like a timeline now. They kind of they team up the angel and the demon uh, to stop Armageddon because they don't want to stop hanging out with all the humans yeah. and doing all the human stuff and like driving their cars and reading reading their books. And so they, uh, the, an angel and a demon against all odds, Eric, have become good friends and work together to try to stop Armageddon from happening. This sounds
0: rad. It's well, first really of all, I've always been a really big fan of if you take two individuals and in a TV show and in real life, who it doesn't matter if they're strangers or they hate each other, you put them together for long enough, they're gonna love each other. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: these two, these two uh, uh, entities, all right? They're not, you know. <laughs> They're so yeah. not people There's or something. men yeah. or anything. Yeah. They're yeah. just entities, an angel and a demon. They do. They love each other. They <sighs> care about each other so much. And the angel is played by Michael Sheen, and the demon is played by uh, David Tennant. And I know that doesn't mean a whole lot to you. I know you. David Tennant. Yes, yeah, from I know Doctor him. Who. Yeah, I
0: don't know yeah. the other guy, though.
1: Michael Sheen. He
0: <laughs> What's something I would know you him would from? You would know
1: him from Underworld. He played the... Um, did you see that movie Underworld? Yeah, no, you would like yeah. that. He played the werewolf in Underworld. The
0: werewolf, but was he the sexy werewolf? The sexy werewolf. Oh, okay. Well, then now yeah. I now I know he was. He looks
1: a little different in yeah. Good Old. A little
0: less wolfish. Also, was yes. that <laughs>
1: ten years ago? That movie? Yeah, as long as yeah. I think go. I was in
0: high school. He's
1: he's changed a lot, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah, we're all, we're all getting older. Yeah. Well, we're he's all all not
0: real. He's not real. He's not a real werewolf. A real werewolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. This sounds really red. You know what? I'm going to tell you right now, Tess. Not yeah. to say that everything has to be only six episodes. That's a big selling point for you me. You like that, If you yeah. say Eric at six, this is it. Move on then with your life.
1: Exactly. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry. Like, is I, there going to be another season? When is it going to come out? I've got Prime
0: already, so why wouldn't I? Yeah, you, know? you
1: should give it a shot. And our, our listeners, I think you guys would really dig it because uh, obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you're, well, I shouldn't say that. Maybe we've got some some non-believers well, listening. I was, I when know.
0: you said we shouldn't say that, well, I mean, anyone could be listening right now. Yeah. I was just thinking, when you said that, uh, like, maybe you don't agree, I was like, is this a court-mandated listening? Of, <laughs> see, that's where we need to get, because we're always talking about, like, how do we get the word out? We're like, the the legal system. Clearly, we need more judges to be prescribing, like, 50 episodes. Wait, is that why Morgan Beenix had to watch? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: we're a community service? Mister- I don't
0: think so. No way, Mor- so. Morgan's an absolute delight.
1: I presume that the vast majority <laughs> of our listeners are on board with the same Team Y'all philosophy mm-hmm. and they're interested in people from different backgrounds and of uh, different, uh, you know, fundamental uh, philosophies that they grew up with coming together and forming new philosophies and uh, new ways of living together as friends i would imagine and i feel like the i feel like the tv show good omens is very much like on board with that
0: and that's why and that's
1: why good omens is the stuff i've been loving that was beautiful (laughs) that
0: was beautiful um uh yes the it's
1: also really funny (laughs) Go ahead.
0: Um, Have you ever heard of a book? So I've got a book. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of a book called The Magicians by Lev Grossman? (laughs) Have you heard of this book? I feel like I've mentioned. I
1: feel like I'm kind of um familiar slash obsessed with how many
0: the how many times have we mentioned it on this cast i don't think it's as much as we think
1: yeah it's been a few times it's been though. definitely like, a couple probably of times probably we have 50 f- this is our 52nd episode yeah I mean, probably at least five episodes yeah at least five
0: this. we've talked about it anyway if anyone's uh interested it's a. Uh, uh, it's called uh the magicians by love grossman uh it's a uh, first part of a three book series a trilogy uh, it's uh, the book that the TV shows, um, The Magicians on Sci Fi Channel, is based on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is amazing. I've started rereading it. You know why, Tess. Why did I start rereading this you book?
1: You started rereading Why did I start rereading
0: this book?
1: Because Lev Grossman has kindly and generously yes. agreed to Skype interview with us. Yes. Um, I should say, we're Skype interviewing him. He's not interviewing us. Can you imagine if he was like, so
0: Eric, why do you want to become a librarian? I was
1: like, uh, you got me. At at Lexicon, which is a Comic-Con that our library is putting on. And um, I imagine you want to re-familiarize yourself with the amazing work of Mr. Grossman before you speak with him. That's
0: exactly right, because I didn't realize it was over a year ago. We were at our friend Miss Jill's wedding, and that's when we sat down during the reception and, like, Brainstormed a bunch of killer questions yeah. for him.
1: Thank you, Jill, for getting married so that yeah. Eric and I could Thanks, brainstorm Jill. excellent questions for Love Grossman. Thanks, Jill.
0: Thank you. And and I was looking through it, and there's some questions we asked that are kind of like just general, like about Love's life, mm-hmm. you know, and being an author. And then there's some very specific ones we asked about the books, about kind of things that are left either vague or or unexplained, mm-hmm. probably on purpose. Which yeah. I feel like we're gonna go through them, and he's like, no. How about this one? No. No one. What tell about you. this one? No. What Bing will give up? No. Which is fine, and we'll tell him that. Like, <laughs> what if are you, the
1: whales protecting? The what world? are
0: the whales protecting? And he might just say, like, we'll probably tell him at the beginning, like, uh, if there's any you don't want to answer, especially the ones about your book, for any reason. But anyway, like, we were going through that, and one involved Abigail, and I was like, who's Abigail? And I was like, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember Abigail, and I was like, oh, Abigail's the sloth. That's right. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I should probably reread this book, and uh, it is, it is absolutely still good it is yeah can you imagine if i read it, i was like oh god why did
1: i like can this? i change
0: this <laughs> you should be paying me no it is it is so good and and it is basically about discovering uh, discovering that magic is real in the world and thinking that the discovery will make you happy and realizing that it will not. At the end of the day. Yeah. And then if, well, if magic won't make you happy, maybe discovering that the, the world of your favorite children's book series is real, that will make you happy. But maybe that won't. Heck no. <laughs> it is... So good. It is killer. That's why yeah. Tess and I are announcing. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: what? Oh, oh our, no, I our,
0: don't know. I, I don't think it's official yet. Okay. Is it?
1: It's official. Eric and I are going to do a podcast about the magicians. We don't know when we're going to do this podcast, the, but be on the lookout in the future. How
0: about be in key in the lookout in the future? The-
1: For a podcast called the b and key
0: i probably like the b and key or b and key we're gonna play around with it basically (laughs) there's a school called break bills that their school like coat of arms or insignia is a b and a key on a background of stars and the kids call it the b and key and i think there are other podcasts out there about the show Mm -hmm. but i don't think there's any that are just about the book which is real quick brainstorm i was thinking we would go chapter by chapter right
1: i like it yeah chapter
0: by chapter and then maybe when we're done all three books then we can explore the show maybe i like it. you know um yeah have you watched any of the show
1: I've watched like a good three seasons of the show. And I think it's still ongoing. Love it. It Yeah. It has five
0: seasons so far, right? Yeah.
1: I got rid of cable so I missed out on the latest season. I heard some really emotional stuff went down. Like Twitter was just a buzz with all of the emotions. There was lots of tears and such. So I don't know what happened. I've watched the... I think, I think a, a main character I, You know died. what? I don't want to say
0: anything. I was researching just kind of stuff. Oh, did you find I out And I think I saw it, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've watched the first season of The Magician's TV show, but it was a long time ago. Like, it was back mm-hmm, before. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I enjoy that. Let me read the books. And then I was like, my God. You know? <laughs> um, anyway, I've been rereading it. i am not done it yet. I'll probably finish the other two books as well. But The Magician's by that wonderful, beautiful human being, Lev Grossman, is the stuff I'm loving. I love
1: that. I think I should go back and reread them, too. Well, if we're
0: doing this podcast, maybe we should hold on. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Actually, were we going to do the podcast after? We we don't know if this is going to happen. We were thinking of recording Lev's interview and having that recording, like our interview with him, be on the first episode of our podcast. That would be really great, right? Yeah. And then tell him, like, hey, can you just, just one tweet? Just one tweet, same team, y'all, or being key. One tweet, please. <laughs> your books help help me. Your, your, book your books help me. Over- a really your hard time. your <laughs> books help me overcome my depression. Oh my, oh my goodness, he, <sighs> those books are killer. I cannot wait to go through them with you. <sighs> You know how, like, our – so if we have any listeners not aware, we have another podcast called Same Peaks, y'all, where we discuss the show Twin Peaks. And you know how, like, that one, like, I go in and we're having fun, but, like, I don't really, like, go deep. Yeah. I want this one. I want to go – You're going to go deep. I'll go, I'll go knee deep, <laughs> deep in the muck in that book, you know, because I'm even reading I was like, I need to get my own copy so I can just start noting this sucker up. Because there's a lot I read. I go, oh my goodness, what's I he got, saying? Yeah. I got
1: a copy at Fenwick Books yeah. in London Town. Yeah. Or
0: Fenwick Books, formerly known as Fenwick Books, right? Oh, no,
1: that's right. They got new ownership. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now I believe it's called uh, Fancy Books. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, actually. <laughs> so uh, fancy. so fancy, fancy Fenwick Books. <laughs> the, um... But, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. We'll keep you guys posted. And if anyone uh, has never heard of that series, you can maybe read it along with us, Yeah, maybe, that would cool. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. So, anyway... That's the stuff I'm loving. Speaking so.
1: of excellent book series. We are Serious like on Segway
0: heaven today. We're doing very well.
1: Okay. So I don't think you've read the book Ink by Alice Broadway. Mm-mm. No. Let me tell you about it. Okay. It takes place in a world. <laughs> Imagine a world.
0: I'm imagining it right Imagine now. Imagine a world where
1: <laughs> we live in a society in which any like significant thing about our life we tattoo onto our bodies. Oh. Okay. So like now this can be anything as basic as like our name, our, um, uh, what our education is. Uh, have we gotten our vaccinations at the hospital? Um, these things are, uh, tattooed on us. Have we committed any crimes that would be tattooed on us? But it's also like, are you married? Do you have children? How many people are in your family? Like anything that's significant about you okay. is tattooed on your body. And you can choose some of the tattoos are like, like I said, those like legal tattoos. It's like a line, a dot or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of them you get to choose like how you're going to express that that's on cool. your body. Like f- perhaps for Amanda, you would have her favorite flower tattooed on you. And okay. so that would be your marriage tattoo. Um, so in this society... Uh, your your skin. By the time that you die, your skin is covered in your life story. I imagine. And when you die, stick with me. They they take your skin and make a book out of it. Okay. Okay. And like
0: it's the pages of the book. Yes,
1: the pages of the book are your skin which has been flayed so from cool. your body yes. yeah
0: but when you're dead
1: yeah yeah You've yeah died. Yeah. you're dead You've you're dead di- and they turn your they turn your skin into a book now then they have a ceremony in which they the the town elders read your book mm-hmm. and decide whether you should be remembered forever by your family or forgotten um, oh because
0: okay because
1: you weren't a good person they've determined this from reading the marks of your body do the elders make
0: that decision Yeah. Or? yeah okay
1: yeah. um the, the like the government of this society yeah, which, yeah. decides now it's usually like it's supported by the community as well like they 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 look at the they, they go to the ceremony and they're like oh you're right uh, he wasn't that great maybe we should forget about okay. him or no this person was so wonderful we should remember them for always and if they choose to remember you, they give your book to your family. And so, Eric, in your home yeah. would be everyone you've, like, ever been related to. All of your ancestors. Oh, like a big old library. Yeah, you have a library mm-hmm. of all your ancestors, mm-hmm. like, on a shelf. And you can read their lives. There's got to
0: be thick books. I'm trying to think yeah. of, like, if you took all my skin and made it into pages. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. That's a big book, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Um, so, the... The first book in this series that I'm telling you about is called Ink. And the author's name is Alice Broadway. And in this book, we meet Leora. And Leora's father has passed away. And um, they've gotten his book, but there's controversy. Apparently, Mm -hmm. his book was edited, which is illegal. Big no-no. Illegal in this society. And once she starts to kind of uncover what her father was hiding, what secrets he had Mm -hmm. she basically realizes like (laughs) it's one of those like everything i thought was true isn't true and um
0: we've all had those moments you know (laughs) we've all had those moments
1: as one does and um there's two more books after ink so ink is the first book and then there's a second book called spark and then there's a third third book called scar and I would recommend if any of our listeners are like, oh, this book sounds good. I'll give it a try. I'm going to get all of those books at the same time. Oh, is will that say, good. I will say the first book and the second book end in like epic cliffhangers. Like, oh, wow. Like there's no resolution. And and I will say they pick up right where the other one left. That's up. always nice. Yeah. It's not like you have to. Six not, months later. Yeah, like Harry Potter, like, you know, oh, we've had summer and now we're going back to school. Uh, let's recap what happened last, last uh, time we all were together. No, none of that is just like, they go one into the other, into the other, which I don't know Alice Broadway, but if I had to guess, I almost feel like she wrote all of these as one book. And then they had to chop it up. And then they chopped it up because... Like they chop
0: up family members and stuff. (laughs) Exactly. Well,
1: because, you know, all YA books need to be trilogies these days, I don't know why. (laughs) But, um it's an excellent series of books and I I love it like as kind of like the Magicians like gets better as it goes along like by the time you're done with the trilogy and the Magicians trilogy you look back at the entire series and you're like holy crap my life has
0: changed Oh, Oh, someone sent us some love and
1: kindness kindness. thank
0: you you. maybe that was Lev or Morgan who
1: knows um but all of these books, uh, like when I finished reading them, they all just formed this like amazing story of of uh, rebellion and redemption and wow, that and sounds great loyalty and friendship and. It's, I, I just really love the series. And they're all out. They're all out.
0: And they're all, it's all done.
1: It's all done. And they're not real long yeah. either. Eric. They, you, you should have lied with that. Yeah, now, I'm joking. <laughs> like they're all like around 200 to 300 pages. Yeah, so. Well, you
0: know what? I'm actually right around the 230. Or two fifty page uh, area of the Magicians, mm-hmm. and I felt like I barely picked it up. You know what I mean? So yeah. if it's a good book, I mean, you just zip through it. Uh, quick question: Yes, someone, you got your life story on your body. Yes. What if you lose your arm in an accident?
1: Ooh. That's do you a lose good that? Sl- do you lose that? Yeah, yeah. you lose also, that. Also, your if you're story. a
0: bigger person, taller or wider, you kind of have an advantage cuz you got more space. <laughs>
1: I guess right? so. Yeah, yeah, I
0: was just wondering about that. I
1: would say probably if you lost your arm, they'd probably keep it for you somehow. Oh, that's a good idea. So that they could included in your or maybe your they book would later. go ahead and turn those
0: into pages real quick or something yeah, like that. Something yeah like I was just that. wondering about that. Also I'm bald. I got a little bit more space up on yeah, my top could of put, the head. You could
1: put some stuff up yeah, there. Yeah
0: what am I gonna put up there yeah. on the top of my head.
1: I know it's a it's a really interesting concept. Like I feel like if you read a lot of books, when something comes along and you're like, oh my I've never yeah. thought of something like this before. It's really impressive and I just not that like authors should live to impress me or anything like that but i just i found it to be a very original concept and i really dug it i enjoyed it a lot so i want uh to tell all the listeners about this these books by alice broadway they're excellent
0: it made me that actually when you mention like reading a book and you're like oh i haven't heard of that before it made me think of there's a book series or at least the first book is called scythe have you seen this? It's oh like, no! Yeah, yeah, it's a YA book. It
1: sounds familiar. To and me. like
0: it's something like in the future when we've gone past like <laughs> needing to die, like we've can live forever essentially. Okay. Um, site like there's these group of individuals that essentially choose who should die, like who should Ooh. die just to control the population. And it's not like it's good or bad. It's just like a way of life. And it was just a really – I read the first book, and it's called Scythe by uh, Neil Shusterman. And then the second book I think is called Thunderhead. I never read the second one. But it was just like – the book itself I kind of enjoyed. Like I enjoyed it. Um, but it was just like that hook enough. That I was idea. like, that's enough to yeah. kind of keep me through. I was like, that's really kind of cool. What do you do if that's yeah. your job? How do you choose, right? And some people choose like, okay, I'm going through – any, mini, mighty, mo, and some people choose. Oh, this is a person I think is bad. This person I think is good. Some go completely random. You know, it's really neat. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Maybe you I'll check welcome. it out.
1: So, uh, ink and spark and scar by Alice Broadway was the stuff I was loving the past fortnight.
0: Just recently, I took a uh, what's the word? Continuing education class at CSM okay. with my mom. You learn cool. to brew. I know, because my mom and I. Oh, kind, you
1: guys finally We did. Did I tell you about this class? Remember you telling me that you had signed up for it, and then they canceled <laughs> it, and then they happened to tell you that only two people had signed and I, up for it, and it I was, realized it was just me and my mom. You and your mom. That's
0: such a funny situation too, because I remember signing up for it. I was like, "Mom, there's only nine spots left. You better hurry up. You better <laughs> sign up for this class immediately." And she was like, "Okay, we're gonna brew this kombucha together." And uh, then it was canceled. But this one actually happened. They had enough people, apparently. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. The class was taught by Miss Ebony at the Prince Frederick campus of College of Southern Maryland. And she showed us how to brew kombucha, which was very nice. So maybe that's a thing me and my mom will be able to do together now i like that that's cool now you do you drink
1: kombucha no i don't even know what kombucha is if
0: anyone's so it's one of those things that some people know but i realize like some people like i drink it at work a lot i know that
1: you you drink it a lot and i remember one time saying hey eric what does that taste like and you were like it kind of tastes like a foot yeah and i was like oh (laughs) that doesn't sound like something i need to try it kind
0: of (laughs) just like sucking on a foot it's no big deal (laughs) we all been there no not the scare it away uh Kabooch is essentially a tea mixed with this bacterial yeast combination called a scoby, um, which if you go ahead and Google scoby, um, s c o b y, it looks like this kind of gooey, um, uh, like disc or ball, kind of like a, like a liver, like a organ meat, or I know, right? Or, I'm probably not selling it to anyone. Sounds so organ appetizing. meat, or like some kind of like sometimes it looks like a twisted plastic bag. Um, but what was really cool, so SCOBY, I didn't know this till I took the class, uh, stand it's an acronym that stands for, let's see if I'm going to be able to remember this, and you make sure that my letters match up with okay. what the word is. Symbiotic Colony of Bacteria and Yeast. Okay. SCOBY. Yes. Which is what it is. It's just a, a living thing of yeast and bacteria. And then you, you basically, you take this, and then you mix it along with, so the fluid that is around the SCOBY, once again, doesn't sound that great, is, <laughs> I didn't know this, is called back slop. You take the back slop and you mix it with some tea, like black tea or whatever mm. tea you want, and then later you can drink it. Or you could do a second, and it's, oh, I should mention too that it's, it's, fer- it's um, fermented. So it's like the scoby is living off of the caffeine and the sugar that's in the tea and it makes it stronger and it grows into more scobies so you can make more back slop and you can make more tea and then if you want you can do a second fermentation where you can add fruit or any other kind of flavorings and you can make uh and then it eats the fruit and it releases gases uh that is if you seal it so that your drink is nice and Uh, bubbly and fizzy right so there's two uh, reasons you can drink it one if you like the flavor i think it tastes like a foot or like pickle juice if you ever like drink a little bit of pickle juice out of the jar uh, mixed with tea and there's uh and then another thing is since it's a living thing and it's filled with like all kinds of delicious probiotics it's supposed to be pretty good for like gut health and stuff like if you think about what's there like yogurt and stuff like Uh that like a living culture essentially you know because it's the scobies just like this little some people might say it's ugly i might say it's beautiful and stately uh (laughs) is a living thing that interprets the okay jeff goldblum alert. interprets the world differently from us but is still alive and Mm -hmm. i will i will use the stuff it made and and i will con eat it and then it'll be alive inside my gut um anyway we learned to make kombucha together and we have our first batch um uh not steeping not brewing whatsoever probably like fermenting right now Uh in my mom's closet it's just a huge (laughs) jar that we have of it and what's nice though is if you take care of your scobies like you don't hurt them because you can't put boiling water right on them or kill them and you can't leave them in the sunlight because I think that could hurt them too. But if you take care of them, they keep turning into more Scobies Then you make more Kabucha. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> if anyone's interested, there are several um, commercialized brands that you can buy yourself. Uh, like just, I think now you can just find them at any grocery store. For the right. most part, maybe not every grocery store. Um, Kabucha, there's um, a brand called GT Dave's, which is the one I read that bottle off of. A lot of his is really good. And then some, there's a brand called Yum. Y-U-M-M-M-M that has like flavor exclusive to Target, but you can find the other flavors elsewhere that I call like the Snapple of Kabucha. Like it's just like it's basically like a lot of kind of like extra added flavors and probably some extra bubbles, and then a little bit of kabucha flavor. So if you want to like dip your toe in and you don't want to be like knocked out. Like beginner. Like, yeah, but because some that. of the stuff is like heavy duty. Because you know our friend Daniel that works up at the Waterfluss Library. Is he your friend too? Or is I he don't just think my friend? I know him. Do you know him? T- I don't
1: think I I, do. I
0: assumed he was everyone's friend.
1: Maybe he is. He he works He's just at, a friend i haven't met yet he
0: works, yeah he works up at the Waterf West library and i i i knew him before during my internship there but i was there at a uh, they asked me to be on their interview panel they were trying something new where they were like oh, wow they were That's like cool. can we have a like they wanted a librarian from not in their system to be on the panel like this kind of like outside of the box or That's kind cool. of yeah which was kind of neat and i was like sure i'll go why not and anyway during the interview between applicants he was like hey he was drinking this I don't remember the name of the flavor, but it's GT Dave's Kabucha. And you can smell it. Like, you open it up, and it just smells like a big old foot. And we're in this small room. And we're like, what you drinking? And you see, sometimes there, don't be scared, sometimes there's chunks floating around, and it, like, extra extra bits of flavor. And he was like, this is a kombucha." And he was like, and I was like, I don't know what that is. He was like, well, here, why don't you take a sip? And he, like, he gave, introduced he me a... gave me a sip. And I was like, ooh, that is a... I don't know if I like it, because I was strong. I was like, I don't know if I like it, but I want another sip. And then I've been drinking it ever since. Like, sometimes it can be expensive, like this bottle I've got over here. Yeah. It was like a $3 bottle, maybe 3 dollars 5 you know? And it's really good, but... And nothing against GT Dave, but um, you could probably make it at home cheaper. Oh, and I forgot to tell you the best thing about the class. Yes. Every student went home with their with, own, own scoby. Yeah, so I got like this jar... <laughs> With like cheesecloth on just the about top. I was to
1: ask, like, where do you acquire SCOBY? You,
0: well, I guess, oh, good question. I don't know. I guess you can buy one online,
1: maybe? Okay. They, they, I
0: think our, Miss Ebony said you can buy one online and they send it to you, like, dehydrated, and then you can, like, rehydrate it, okay. and then you take care of it, I suppose. I mean, uh, and I think you can buy kits online too, which will not only have the SCOBY, but will, like, have instructions on how to do it. But we wanted a teacher and we yeah. wanted to do something special. But what was funny is afterwards, my mom and I were like, hmm, we're hungry. We should go too.
1: Somewhere in Prince Frederick.
0: Yeah, um, my mom and I were hungry. Chipotle. Chipotle. Yes. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and We were like, we should go to Chipotle, but you know what? We were like, we can't leave the scobies in the car. It's too hot. Did you bring them inside. Too- yeah, we did. We brought <laughs> them. So we had these big jars of just like floating <laughs> chunks of stuff. Well, it was a solid chunk. It's it's like like a big oyster, kind of. You know. And, and brown fluid, and we brought it in with us, and we <laughs> covered it in a blanket because we didn't want the sunlight to hurt it. And we were taking care oh, of our scobies. It's so great because they are alive. And so, anyway, we so now we let it ferment for uh, up to seven days or at least seven days. You can go longer, so the stronger you want it, the longer you let it ferment. And then when you do your second fermentation, the stronger you want it, the longer you let that ferment. Or the more backslop you put in there. Because the backslop is like that foot taste. So if you want it like a little bit of foot taste and more tea, <laughs> you go with that. If you want a lot of foot taste and a little bit of tea, you can mess with that. And uh, I'm very excited. It's a fun thing that my mom and I are going to do together. So And so? And so I love my mom. Oh, <laughs> the kombucha class I took with Miss Ebony at the College of Southern Maryland with my mom. It's the stuff I'm loving. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. I had almost forgotten the thing. <laughs> I had almost forgotten the thing.
1: Eric, do you have any tales? From. The. Library!
2: Tales from the library. Tales from the library. Read some
0: books. Read some books. We also have online resources. <laughs> it's still good, right? It's so still good. It's still good. See, that's why I don't think we could ever, like, We've we've reached, like, uh, musical perfection is what it is. Uh, Miss Tess, what's your tale? Why
1: are you, you tell me your tale first. Okay,
0: hey. Hey. Uh, if other librarians are listening, or if we have other people that just happen to frequent their library, we're at the halfway point of summer reading. <laughs> we are at the halfway point, right?
1: Okay. Yeah, summer reading
0: can be a time of great stress because it's typically busier, in it's, the library.
1: It's also a time of great joy. Yes. It is
0: a time of great joy. <laughs> um, it also is a time of great people saying, it's hot out. <laughs> we need to build with a C that will let me and my family come and visit. Uh-huh. I think that's another reason it gets yes. real busy during the summer. Um, and, and all it, the
1: kiddos are off from school. Yeah. I we wanna, need something to do with those kiddos. Yeah,
0: and so it's usually busier because we do more programs because school's out. Mm-hmm. It's also more busy because kiddos are off, you know, where else are you going to go? I mean, I guess there's other places, but I can't think of one. You know,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's also busier. And I don't know if every library does this, but we have the summer reading program, so it's extra things we do, mm-hmm. which is exciting. But I was going to ask you, how do you think summer reading has been going so far, Miss Tess?
1: Um, I really think it's going okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. This year we tried something a few a few things different um, with the way we've been doing summer reading in our library system, and. I've been pretty happy with how it's going, and it's not super exciting. But it's more like how we handle things because we used to have like a, at least at my branch, a ton of teen volunteers mm-hmm. that it was really hard to make sure they kind of knew what was expected of them and stuff like that. And now we just have like ten, so it's just like ten.
1: Super volunteers. They're like
0: super. I'm like
1: uber volunteers. Julia,
0: and she's like, yes, sir. And I'm like, <laughs> have you put those tickets in? She's like, immediately. I was like, that's great. You want to read some early reader books? Uh, you want to put them in order? And she's like. <laughs> and it's just great. And um, We we have professional performers come by, one of which was a, a group, or actually one guy, I guess, called Reptile Wonders, uh-huh. where he brought uh, uh, some <laughs> turtles and big old snake and big old lizard. And he's a really nice guy. He really knows his stuff. You remember him from when we went yes, to the – He's yes. got a big old goatee. Am, he's a real nice yes. guy. Uh, we had so – six (laughs) hundred and two people show up to it which that extra two really pushed it that was probably me (laughs) that was probably me and me and Shelby our intern um it was a lot of people um it was a little dangerous but we made it through um all that to say is summer reading's going great nice
1: that's what I'm saying I have also a summer reading related do you library tale yes I I I really just want to plug the performer that came to oh, my okay. library um, to perform for for all the families. And these guys, uh, the they're a duo, Chris Styles and Whiteol. I was so
0: sad I missed them. I was just wasn't able to make it. They didn't they're, come by our library.
1: They're really good. If any of our listeners want to check them out, you can look online at Hip Hop Cello com so good and they are they do hip-hop classical fusion music in which chris styles uh does the human beatbox mm-hmm. and ytolo plays an electric cello uh with a looping pedal and it's amazing chris styles also plays the guitar he also plays the drums um he also raps he did a freestyle rap Eric, I don't know about you, but whenever I see somebody freestyling and they're like really good at it, I think to myself, I wonder if that's really a freestyle or if oh, they oh I didn't or think you were going to say that. that. You know, like, I was like, like uh, Jimmy Fallon sometimes has rappers on there. He'd be like, "Oh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, you're on my show. What if I gave you three random words and you wrote a oh, freestyle about it?" Oh, you think I it?
0: gave him the three words beforehand?
1: Sometimes I'm suspicious, Eric. I'm suspicious, but I witnessed for myself, Chris Styles. He had the kids in the audience give him 10 were they, words. Were
0: they 10 plants, though? <laughs> ten ten pla- I, Did you see no, him giving them $10 bills gave, afterwards?
1: It gave me because <laughs> I know these children. I know they wouldn't be bribed by Chris t- Stiles. T-
0: a test. $10 is $10. That's all I know. $10 is $10. <laughs> but
1: he did. He wrote an amazing freestyle rap like just on the spot. That's so cool. It was so cool. And they, they did this really amazing remix of hot crust buns. So good. Anyways, they have an album that they did together uh, called Beats, Bows, and Remixes. Like, beats as in the beatbox, bows as in what you play your cello with, and remixes as in... The things
0: you... Yeah. Things that happen after you remix a thing. Yes, exactly.
1: And I bought that album on the spot, Eric, and I've been listening to it for like the past week. Is it great? It's so good. They're really good. They did a great job. All the families really liked them, Eric. You know how loud it gets at those performances. Oh boy, right? it gets loud because this it, we had like around like a hundred to two hundred people That's in a, a huge room. Group. Yeah, That's yeah. a lot. They were silent. Like really? these guys started playing and like you could hear a pin drop.
0: How many kids went home and started beatboxing and driving their kids? <laughs> They're like, Hey Jimmy, you gotta do the laundry. He's like, pff, 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 Laundry, pff, pff, yeah. socks in the dryer. Pff, pff, pff. Mom's all nagging. She's like, Jimmy. Go ahead and do the laundry.
1: Anyways, I just want all... It was a magical experience, um, their concert. And I would encourage all of our listeners to go to hiphopcello.com. That is great. And listen to some of their music. Go listen to Hot Cross Buns. (laughs)
0: The, um, you know, if we're plugging things. go on
1: Spotify. They're the only hot cross buns there.
0: If we're plugging things real quick. Oh, uh, yeah? Um, I don't remember his name, but the the very nice person who came with all of his big boxes of reptiles. Yes. And he did a great job, even though it was a huge crowd. Apparently, everyone in there, their, every, from little babies to grown men, want to touch lizards, <laughs> you know? Um, But I, was, I think his website's called reptilewonders.com. Uh, he does uh, reptile demonstrations. Yeah. And apple cider making demonstrations so yeah he gave me a business card and it was like it was something like uh reptiles insects and apple cider and i was like that sounds rad. You know
1: what, Eric? You can't judge anyone no. by one season Mm-mm. in their life. I I,
0: t- <laughs> I was in the I was <laughs> this is viewing... a
1: multifaceted individual. I
0: was viewing the reptile season, <laughs> but little did I know there was an insect season, an apple cider season as well. Yeah, you know,
1: and he probably has even more seasons. I his would life.
0: encourage our listeners, if you would be so kind, uh, to send us an email at same team y'all at gmail.com uh, and i would love to know if we have any librarians listening uh give us a tale about how your summer reading's going right because <laughs> i mean we kind of joked about it. it can be a time of great stress just because it's it's extra busy yes. stuff you know it, yeah. it can be busy but it is exciting because a lot of families they come in and they're having fun you know i'd like to know how your summer reading is going if we have any listeners that aren't librarians How's your summer going? Yeah. Do you have AC
1: still? Are you doing reading also?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We would just love to know. That same team, y'all, yall, at gmail.com. Do you have a um, question for me?
1: I do have a question for you. It's an important question. <laughs> Brace yourself.
0: Brace yourself.
1: Have you learned a life lesson?
0: I have. Also, listeners, I'm wearing a brace over my <laughs> wrist. That is why she made that joke.
1: Did you wear the <laughs> life lesson this week? I did. That's great. Let's talk about it.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> All joking aside, I hope that your wrist is okay. And I, I know you didn't just wear the brace for like humor purposes. I only
0: wear. Yeah, I I picked this brace out just to say brace yourself. The, um, I've recently hurt my wrist. You've noticed this. Yeah. I hurt it. I'm wearing a wrist brace. Is
1: that what your life lesson is about? Oh,
0: boy. Okay. So, anyway, the, my wrist, uh, we're recording this on a Monday. Monday of last week, I could have, and I'm not really, Not I don't want to say I'm, like, a macho guy. And I don't think I am. In fact, Tess is like, (laughs) I don't think you're a macho guy. (laughs) But, I mean, I can typically, like, if I'm experiencing pain, like, kind of, like, uh, not necessarily tell others about mm-hmm. it, right? Like, okay. you know. And I don't think that's just a macho guy thing. I think a lot of us can be like, oh, I'm hurting right now. My feet are my back, and I'm yeah. just going to push through it. Yes. And anyway, my wrist has been bothering me since um, before May, like, for a while. Okay. But it's always been just a little bit, like, uh, um, like did I sleep on it wrong, right? Okay. And then something happened, and it, it got much worse, and it progressively got worse. And if you had asked me on Monday last week... I would have told you that I thought that I would somehow broken it. Like, it was really killing me. And Amanda, uh, I told her... And she kind of knew it was hurting, but didn't know the extent. Mm -hmm. And I told her how bad it was. And we actually went to urgent care. And they gave me some bunch of lovely pills and a a wrist brace. And um, come to find out it's not carpal tunnel. They had a special name for it, but it's a specific... I've been doing this movement, and listeners, you can't see this, but it's kind of like, I'm moving my thumb, like, if you pretend you're holding your phone, you're swiping it with your thumb, Mm -hmm. kind of like that. I've been doing that, I think it's from, uh, holding my mouse at work, office work stuff, and then also, um, when we looked it up, it's specific to, um the way you hold your child like when you're lifting them up because i'm oh. right-handed so i pie favor this wrist so i'm for once again for listeners i'm mimicking picking my girl picking my daughter up by like the armpits right mm-hmm. and also if we're out and about she's at that age where it's not always safe to kind of let her um walk around or run around mm-hmm. like if it's in a big group so i'm often holding her so once again with my left hand i've got my hand on her back and my arm and my wrist under her butt, taking mm-hmm. the that, And also they said uh, that movement of putting her into the car seat too. So um, I've been taking pills and I've got an appointment with a orthopedic doctor, the real deal doctor, mm-hmm. on Thursday. And they're probably just going to tell me to t- take more pills and put a brace on. Um, all that to say is that I'm not – I'm very fortunate that I haven't been very sick or hurt that much in my life. Like when I was a little kid, I broke my arm, but that was like third grade. I'm often not too sick and I'm often not in a lot of pain, mm-hmm. right? Physical pain anyway. And emotional boiling over. <laughs> <laughs> Love Grossman! <laughs> anyway. Um, and anyway my wrist has been really hurting me for a while and it's hard because it's hurting because of the way I pick Freya, mm-hmm. right? And like Freya goes, can I go on your shoulders? And I want to say yes mm-hmm. but it's hard to do that. And anyway I've been thinking about this and 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 maybe you guys agree with me, maybe not. That's fine. This is what life lessons is about. But I think it's really, like, I thought about the pain in my wrist, And I'm not in pain too often. But I thought to myself that, like, it's the pain that we experience that connects us. Because I thought to myself, like, I don't know if you've ever done this. And no judging. You're at the grocery store and there's, like, a little old lady in front of you. And she's moving about. 1.3 feet every minute right Mm -hmm. and you're just like just move it sister I got things to do and then I thought to myself my wrist hurt and I was like she's like I don't know double my age Mm -hmm. what pain is she in Mm -hmm. I'm only for listeners I'm only like 34 and not that like it's like I'm only 34 I should never be hurting but I mean I can only imagine like once you're like 80 something or 70 something mm-hmm. how much pain you're in right your back your feet i have no clue parts inside your body parts outside of your body parts on the surface of your body and it just dawned on me that like that's pain that i'm experiencing not that it's like well last week it was much worse than it was today it it, it it can bring you a perspective of what other people are feeling and then i thought to myself if you take that one step further the the pain that you're feeling isn't that different from the pain someone else is feeling? And it might, if you also think about it, is if someone comes up to you and they're disrespectful or rude, we don't know what they're feeling right mm-hmm. now. Maybe they're in pain, which is very similar to the fa- pain that I know we've all felt. And so, just my life lesson uh, the pain we feel, the suffering that we feel, connects us all. Mm. That's neither good nor bad. It's just a fact. Look, a at you, look at you, look at me. You know? <laughs> I mean, re- all joking aside, that's. This is what I think, so.
1: I like it. I like it. Should we have a positivity party? Yeah, let's do
0: it. Oh, I forgot I had a chill. Do you want chill or upbeat?
1: Uh, Oh, dealer's choice.
0: Sorry, listeners. I actually wanted upbeat. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. There we go. Yeah, we have upbeat and chill to choose from, and Godzilla. Those are our three flavors. (laughs) Of party. Guys, welcome to the Positivity Party. This is the part of the podcast where Tess and I talk about stuff that we well where we talk about things that we're thankful for, stuff that we love about ourselves, and we encourage our listeners to do the same. What's something you're thankful for, Miss Tess?
1: Oh, Eric, I didn't prepare.
0: Well, you can this is the part where you can look around the room. Yeah. Let's see. Mm. (laughs) Boy. what's the first thing that comes to mind Coffee.
1: that's a good one are you a big coffee drinker i love coffee i
0: always think about you drinking nice beers but not coffee yes
1: i enjoy beers and coffee i like things that are brewed okay
0: <laughs> you know we brew Kombucha. Kubucha. just curious Whoa. when next time i record i'm probably gonna be here with a big old filthy jug of kombucha. maybe
1: i can try it live live on podcast that's
0: not a bad idea actually (laughs) hopefully you're not allergic to it like I am to beer oh
1: goodness gracious I hope not (laughs) Eric was something you're grateful for I'm grateful for my mom,
0: you know? Like we went we're actually I'm very lucky that we're so close. You know, we went to this class, some people would be like, no, I don't wanna hang out with my mom. My mom's great. And this morning she <laughs> even packed me a lunch, which was really Aww. great. She's concerned Is about mom? my mom's concerned about my physical and my mental health. So she's looking after me by making lunches for me, That's which I really appreciate. Do. That's what moms do. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm always like, I never wanna tell my mom like this is bad but I'm always like I'm always very hesitant to tell my mom when something bad is going on in my life because I was like she's gonna worry yeah like I'm gonna have lots of headaches and she's gonna worry about me but then I thought that's her job yeah that's her job as a mom and I, I'm kind of like denying her her life's purpose
0: she's not gonna get paid
1: by not telling her really? what's going on in my yeah. life so everyone talk to your mom
0: Yeah, yeah, listeners, go ahead and give your mom a call, if you can, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Speaking of listeners, uh, what's something that you guys are thankful for? Take a moment and think about it. Very nice. How weird is it we're gonna be doing this in in like a couple weeks with Ryan Dowd, Right? <laughs> is he gonna
1: positivity? Partner? Yeah, you better I, men, tell him. Did you tell him to think of something? He's thinking.
0: I gave him the whole list. Yeah, I gave him the whole list. Crazy. Uh, you, I don't know if you prepared this. What's something you love? About I actually yourself? did
1: prepare oh, something. Good that job. I What's about
0: something myself? you love about yourself, Miss Tess?
1: I try really hard. Oh my god,
0: you're not gonna believe this. Okay, continue. Shut up.
1: Con- no, pick no, no. Continue. Thing? Continue. I was just. I, that's. That's the thing. It's like,
0: I, I Look at my, look at my notes. What does it say here? Right next to love under positivity. I body. try. It literally says I try. Oh How
1: God, crazy
0: Eric. is that?
1: Wow. I was
0: going to say I try. we are on the same wave. We are on the, we're merging into one human being. <laughs> that is so weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. But
1: like, all you can do is try. That's all
0: you can do is try. Mm. Yeah. Listeners, what's something you love about yourself? Wait, let me start your music again. <laughs> I didn't realize that's when the clip was gonna end.
1: But she was a listener that was like, I tried to. <laughs> I tried to!
0: Very nice. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Same Team, y'all. My name is Eric.
1: My name is Tess.
0: And uh, this has been episode number. 52 52 did you
1: research that did you do some math ahead of time i think i finally caught up with you and (laughs) been able to count you know
0: what i'm doing what's your favorite juice (laughs) (laughs) this is your catchphrase the uh if you like to uh send us an email we would love to read it it's at same team y'all At gmail.com, and if you happen to be on social media and you happen to be on Twitter, what's her handle, Miss Tess?
1: It's at same team, y'all. Yeah, Tess is posting inspirational memes. Yeah,
0: Tess is doing a fantastic job posting on there. I think the only thing I ever really post is every once in a while I post something and then I post an announcement when the new episode is up. Yeah. You know? And the rest is, you're the, the queen of our social media account. Oh, you know? Thanks. yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: you can also uh, find us on Spotify. We've got a playlist that is true. of music you can listen to. And you can also listen to our other podcasts, Should You Feel So Inclined. You mm-hmm. just really like listening to me and Eric talk. We talk about the TV show Twin Peaks on a podcast called Same Peaks, y'all. Yeah. And in the future... We'll be talking about The Magicians. Are we making it official? Of I hate. mean, I was reading
0: The Magicians, and I was like, I cannot wait to talk about this book. <laughs> the dive in deep in the muck. Oh, my goodness. One I'll day. Ta- one yeah, night. one day we will. Um, and if, if you haven't watched Twin Peaks before, that's okay, because neither had I when I started the cast. Each episode of the cast is an episode of the show, so you can just kind of go right through it. So if you've enjoyed yourself, please consider giving us a rating or a review on whatever you're listening to us on. We would love to hear it. Uh, Five out of five stars is nice, but always right with your heart. <laughs> um Thanks so much for listening. I forgot, what's our sign off? You say. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I, I don't know why I'm out of sorts today. Here, wait a second. Wait, wait.
1: You wanna do it over? We love you. Not in a creepy way.
0: Sometimes in a creepy no, way. No creepy Sometimes in no. a creepy way. <laughs> Never in a creepy line? Never.
2: <laughs> it's so hard not to say that.